everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship dudes who don't trials into relations are discussed. Hello, loves. Welcome back to the new season of Tarascope. Y'all, y'all, that feels so good to say. Let me say it again. Welcome back to the new season of Tarascope. I am so happy to launch season three. It's taken a lot to get here. As you may know, season three was supposed to launch in February. How here we are in May. Um, But I had a lot going on, you guys. And I'm going to give you a quick little synopsis. This beginning part of the year has been very interesting, very treacherous for your girl. Um, I started off 2020 in a dating situation that was bringing me a little bit of stress. And then on top of that little dating stress, I was at a... I took this job opportunity that I thought um, was going to be like super financially better and it turned out being like financially worse and I was just dealing with financial stress and like financial stress will put you in like a deep hole um, or at least it did for me. <laughs> so mentally I wasn't even trying to record a podcast. Like I'm just like, I need to get out of this job and get back to like financially being able to be stable for real. You know what I'm saying? So dating stress, financial stress. I finally had like a glimmer of hope. Okay. You guys, I was like, cool. Landed this new gig. I'm like, bet. Like we rocking. As soon as I got this job, y'all, quarantine, coronavirus, everything hit. And I'm just like, but this is supposed to be like my time. Like this is my time. And now it's like isolation time. And so that kind of just threw a curveball at me. And I was like, okay, I'm not in the headspace to record again. So all of this really like postponed season three coming. So it feels really good to be here. Um, Don't want to ramble on forever about that. But y'all overall, these past four months had a bitch tired. Okay. Tired. Anywho, since season three is launching right at the end of quarantine, a lot of states um, are opening back up slowly within stages. I felt like I should at least acknowledge what we were dealing with this year. I didn't want to launch season three talking about some deep dating shit and you're like, so we're going to bypass this Um, because dating could be affected, you know. Um, how people date could be affected by coronavirus and the pandemic and things. So, like, let me just talk on it, get out the way, and then move forward with Taroscope um, podcast. So, joining me this week is not just one, but I have four amazing special guests joining me. This episode is more so like panel style, so you're more so going to hear from the special guest that's on, and I'll just be here to moderate and kind of fill the conversation out, but I really want y'all to get to know these four people and hear their perspective, because I think they're really dope perspectives. Without further ado, let me introduce you to my four special guests. First, we have Chrissy B. Chrissy B. is a radio and media personality from New York. She's working on her lifestyle brand where the model is, it's not just a name, it's a lifestyle. I feel like at the end of that, she needs a, that's just me. (laughs) That could just be my little ratchetness, but I feel like that slides in there perfectly. Anywho, Chrissy B. is recently single and she was looking forward to having like a hot girl type summer, but unfortunately that's postponed. The second guest I have coming on is TJ. 
So how me and TJ met is so random. We met in an Instagram live. I forgot who it was. I think it was like Mouse Jones um, Instagram. He was doing like this aux competition, aux core competition. And like everyone in the comment section just talking to each other, having a good old time. So I followed a few people from the comment section and TJ was one of them. And I don't know this man from like nothing, you know, and something just asked me like, yo, reach out to TJ. I feel like he had a good taste in music because of that. I feel like he would have a good perspective on life. <laughs> don't ask me how the two really correlates, but in my mind it did. Um, so I asked TJ to come on and he said yes. So super thankful and super blessed for that. Um, he has some really cool things to say that um, I think you'll like. Um, and then the third guest is my friend Joe's. Um, Joe's from BK, to be exact. He's a young professional from Brooklyn, New York. And he's currently working and building his brand in the sports and entertainment industry. Joe's is similar to Chrissy B. He live in that bachelor lifestyle and all that good stuff. Um, similar to myself, I guess, as well. Shit. And then the last person we have is Uncle Cinco, or short, just Cinco. And he's from New York as well. I don't know. I could. I guess I couldn't stay away from my New Yorkers. <laughs> um, but he has a clothing brand called Aviation Clothing Company. And he also makes really, really good music. So shameless little plug. Um, Y'all should follow each one of these people. Um, their Instagram handles will be in the show notes on this episode. And then you can also go to my website, tarascope.com, and you can find them on that as well. Now it's time for the actual episode. Let's start off season motherfucking three. Okay? So one thing I thought that was strange was people reaching out to old friends and exes. And once I don't know if it was because I'm still working like normal. And when I say normal, I mean I still go to the office five days a week. I still work the same amount of hours. And so... Maybe I didn't feel the loneliness. Maybe I didn't feel like the major strain of quarantine. But I was not here for none of that. Like the only people I reached out to to check on their well-being was actual family and friends. People who I would check on their actual well-being prior to coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't about to act brand new for these motherfuckers. Like, oh, hey, now I really care about you. No, I don't for real. Not enough to reach out to you because I didn't feel the need to reach out to you prior I'm not the one who's going to switch up. So that to me was just really strange. Now, a few people did reach out to me. They sent me a little text or like a DM checking on my well-being. When I received the first one, I was like, oh, wow, so kind. And then I think when I got the second one, I started questioning people's intent. And I didn't really feel like what happened was <laughs> they're bored at the house, in the house bored, and they're scrolling through their contact list like, who, who did I reach out to today? And you see my name, two A's in front at the top of the list, and you click my name and send me a text message. And yeah, it's nice, but I just feel like it's so forced and not genuine. I'm just like, you could have kept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't check on me before, so why are you checking up on me now? I'm like, I'm just not here for being your little day, your, your day pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause today you're bored, so you want someone to waste time with. Like, nah, I'm not here for that. But... Keep in mind, I'm just one weirdo person. Um, so let's see what Chrissy B from New York thinks. During this pandemic, I have not reached out to any ex-boos. Um, but a few have reached out to me with, you know, the old okie doke 
how you been? What you been up to? Um, but I think that's more so because I'm recently single. So it's kind of like, oh, she's she's available. Let's see what she's up to. Let's see if, you know, I can kind of slide in, which is definitely a no during social distancing. I wasn't trying to be six feet next to you when it wasn't social distancing. So, no, no rekindling here. All right. See, Chrissy, this is where we disagree. Let that let them brothers slide back in. Let them try to rekindle that love with you. You know, they 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 see your worth. <laughs> let me stop bullshitting. That is honestly one thing I don't like um, getting out of um, getting out of a relationship. People feeling that they can kind of just slide back in and jump back to what it used to be. And you're like, no, first of all, number one, I might not even be on that type of time. Number two. I possibly outgrew you. Um, so why do you think that I'm still even interested? Um, so that's one thing I noticed. And I feel like a lot of people really be lurking on Instagram, mainly kind of gauge what you're posting and from what you're posting, gauge if you're single or still involved in a relationship and throw out some bait and see what your response is going to be. And I get it. I think, I mean, I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing. But overall, when it's done to me, I'm like, yo, chill. Like, if I'm interested in you, then you will feel my presence. I will make my presence known. I'm out of um, a relationship and I will let you know with something, some form or fashion that I'm interested in you. There's no reason for you to really reach out to me. Basically, if I'm right out of a relationship, it seems a little tacky. It, it makes me feel like you really just want to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only reason you think I'm vulnerable and I'm trying to like be on my hot girl, hot girl shit and almost like my city girl shit and just be fucking niggas. And you're like, nah, bro, like we ain't doing that. Chill out. Okay. Chill the fuck out. But that's Chrissy, in my opinion. TJ, what do you think? I have reached out to exes and family members. For my exes, it was more so a well-being check to make sure everyone is all right. Well, that goes for both. Exes and family members. I try to make sure everybody's straight. I don't believe reaching out to old friends is a thing for me for the simple fact that I'm a, I'm a good friend. If you lost me as a friend, it was probably your fault. I protect my peace at all costs nowadays. There's no need for me making amends in Oregon closures. What was to come came in my life, and what was to leave has left my life. Okay, that's a really interesting perspective, TJ. And I do agree somewhat with the friendship part. Like, friends, if we are no longer friends, you did something to me. Or you something, you did something that made me look at you like, I don't think I need this friendship in my life. So I do agree with that. But then also, as I'm learning to grow, as, I, as I'm growing and like reflecting on myself, I do know that I'm like, I don't have much patience nowadays. And so like little things will irk me and piss me off. And it may not really be justifiable things to other people, but I justify them. So I guess I'm a little torn. But once again, I still didn't reach out to nobody because... I'm not on that. I'm like, that's not who I am for real. Um, especially during like COVID and be like, Oh, Hey, are you okay? Um, me, if I feel like if I reach out to anyone, I feel like it's more so going to be after this and it's going to be more so like, Hey, I think we should actually talk about like 
the friendship now that things are kind of over and I had time to reflect. And I'm saying all this because it sounds good, <laughs> but I really don't think I'm going to do that still either. Um, just because I don't care enough or more so not really. I have too much pride to reach out sometimes. So I don't think I agree with you, TJ, in the sense of like if we're no longer friends, it's more so for a reason. You probably didn't deserve my friendship. But then also as I'm like growing mentally, I'm like, okay, some things like didn't some people's actions in my reaction wasn't justifiable. Um, but one thing I did like that you spoke on is things that have left your life. So I'm still single out in these streets, okay? And to all my other single brethren and sisters, you know, I wonder, like, did this pandemic make you wish you had, like, a quarantine bay or if you were actually in a relationship? Um, did you have any of those kind of thoughts? TJ, let's start off with you. Oh, someone makes me wish I was in a relationship still, but then again, it doesn't. Prime example, say you're in a relationship, but you like your free time and a long time as well. What exactly can you do? Whereas not being in, re in a relationship, you have more freedom and you are not tied down to just one person. I'm not trying to be biased, but I was in a long-term relationship before but if this short, but if this quarantine shit was back then, it's a hell no for me <laughs> because it'll feel like I was being forced. Whereas now I know myself and I know what I want, and it will be completely different. But the most I probably missed about a relationship is probably the cooking, the joking, the playing around with each other. But nowadays, I can get a dog for that shit. TJ, I have one question and one question only. Who hurt you? Like, point her out. Send me her Send me her Instagram profile. I got to see this girl who hurt you. Because you sound like she ruined you, in a sense, of, like, your outlook on relationships and stuff. And I don't think that's okay. Like, females as women are here for more than cooking and being your little source of entertainment, TJ. Um, but other than that, I do see where you're kind of coming from when it comes to being single versus being in a relationship. Um, because I can imagine if I was in a relationship and you're, well, I'm not because I'm still working like out of office, like in the office, but I can imagine for other people who are like both partners are working from home and they live in the same house, the possible strain that can cause or the possible bond that could cause, you know, and, but more so like what you're saying, like the strain it could possibly cause. And like, if you're not already rocking with each other and now you're like forced to be close and like next to each other all the time, I can definitely see what you're saying. I'm like, yo, this was not going to work. It was not going to last. It would have been like some negative shit all the way around. So I do hear you on that. Like, I really do hear you on that. Um, let's see. Chrissy, let's go back to you. Let's see what you have to say. Like, what are your thoughts on all of this? Being single during this time is different. It's just different. It's borderline depressing. Um, because when you're single, you know, the whole, the best part about being single 
is that you get to live your best life. You get to go out when you want. You get to, you know, go grab drinks with your girlfriends. You get to date whoever. You know, the world is just the place for you to go out and enjoy yourself. And you don't think about being at home alone or when you do get on when you are alone you can jump up go outside and do all the things that is going to comfort you now you can't do all those things there is no escape from those times when you feel that way so while you know some people are home complaining about you know their husband getting on their nerves or them having to cater to their kids in schoolwork But you have that human companionship, that human touch, that's filling the void of social distancing from everyone else. When you're single, you kind of have to wallow in that. You kind of have to accept the fact that you you kind of chose this life not thinking that this could be the outcome. Like, it's almost like you're the the cat lady <laughs> before you even get a chance to live your life. This is just like the crash course of what it would be like if you never find anyone. Like, blasphemy, kill me now kind of thing. <laughs> oh my goodness, Chrissy. I never would have thought of it or I would have never thought of it. Like, I like your perspective on that. Like... First, even like acknowledging the fact that this is borderline depressing for you. Like I applaud because most people wouldn't even state that. You know what I'm saying? Um, But then to like continue and kind of explain yourself as well as you did on why it can be um, depressing. Because you you are single. You do kind of rely on going out to get you out the house and get your mind off of things. Um, And now you can't do that. Um, So... I remember getting out of a relationship and you're like, like, cool, you know, my friends were there for me. They're like, oh, Tara, let's just grab drinks or Tara, come over and we'll do whatever. We'll just smoke hookah or we'll hang out at the house. But I had someone to, you know, to be there with me in those moments, like you said, when you were like lonely or you kind of just want some true companionship. And so there's always two sides of the coin. Like the people who are complaining about that, oh my God, my kids are going to get on my damn nerves. I can't get no work done for real or I'm whatever there's the other side of that of I'm at the house by myself. Like the people who live alone, like no roommate, no family, no nothing. Like I'm at home quarantined by myself. I'm at home 24 hours or 20 hours of the day and I'm losing my mind. There's no one here for me. Yeah, we have Zoom, we have FaceTime, we have Google Duo, whatever, but it's not the same as actually having that physical touch or that physical person in your space. So that's crazy. But also because you spoke on mental health, Chrissy, and how being single during this is borderline depressing, I'm also curious to see how this has negatively impacted um, other people, like other people um, on the panel. So let's start off with Joe's from BK. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Sheltering in place, I think, was a big shock for everybody when it happened, you know, for me, it affected me negatively because it just came out all of a sudden. And all the things you wanted to do, places you wanted to go, uh, stuff you had lined up, plans that you made for yourself basically got shut down. 
you know, you're being restricted to staying at home and, and staying safe. But at the same time, as it went on, you, you got to realize a lot of positives because now you have more time to focus on yourself and prioritize your self-development. And it showed you things that you may have not recognized because of your everyday lifestyle and doing other things. Now you get to finish that book that you started to read or work on that project or goal that you had set for yourself. You know, so it it gave us the time to build and, and strengthen relationships, spending more time with family, connecting to people that, you know, we lost connections with, we haven't spoke to in a while and and just building that back up, you know, with our friends and loved ones. So um, it was helpful. It brought a lot of positives in the long run that we didn't see, you know, in in the beginning for ourselves. I totally agree with what you're saying, Joes. Like I stated in the beginning, when I when quarantine really kicked off, I just started um, working where I'm at now, and I had all these goals kind of listed. Like I said, I was gonna plan on like networking more and going out more, so I could like promote and get prepared for this um, season three. And I mean that knocked so much off the table, you know. So I definitely understand how all of this negatively impacted like plans and goals and stuff like that. But similar to you, like you're saying, like you kind of just learn how to like refocus that energy and look at the positive um, of it and kind of use that time to, like you said, regrow whatever and kind of use it for the, to the best for your individual growth. Um, so we heard Joe's perspective. Let's see um, what, what Cinco, like what are you thinking? How are you feeling? How has this impacted you? Yeah, I would say being sheltered definitely slowed down my inspiration because I'm inspired by what goes on outside when I'm being creative, whether it's making music or making clothes. Like, my experiences and going outside is what fuels my creativity. Now, I'm still being creative during this time for sure because we have a lot of time. I'm definitely seizing the moment being creative, but at the same time, you know, Sometimes I have to chill because there's no inspiration there, and that inspiration comes from outside, you know what I mean? You know, I love being at the crib, chilling, and I love, you know, being in my space, but my space and, and what I see in my, my room and my, my, my house, that's inspired by what goes on outside. So we have to interact with outside to even, you know, be able to create in our own space, you know what I'm saying? So I just definitely miss that, and I would definitely say, that has been effective for sure. You are speaking nothing but big fucking facts. I just was talking to one of my friends about this, um, saying that I'm glad I kind of was going through everything I was going through at the end of the year and the beginning of this year that I touched based on the beginning of this episode because I was experiencing the world. I was living life. And because of that, I so many podcast topic and ideas I have and they're in my bo- my back pocket because I was living like a, you know like you were saying you're involved you're getting inspiration so luckily for me prior to all this I was dealing with enough stuff to get that inspiration and creativity to spark it to utilize it for now while you know this pandemic is coming to an end or not an end so I definitely feel you you need the outside world um, to get that inspiration, to feel creative and spark that that fire in you. So I, I can see how that can impact somebody negatively. And I 
like you said, you're using this time for the best that you can. I just hope that maybe you can like use other tools, um, social media, Pinterest, whatever, to still kind of get a little bit of inspiration um, from the outside world, from other places. Um, online is not quite the same, but that I think that would be like my only thing I can think of to kind of balance out the fact that we're not actually involved with the world, but you can still be around different cultures and stuff because of the internet. Um, last but not least, um, I want to touch base with Chrissy B because like you're the reason why we're even talking about like mental health and the impact that it, this pandemic brought upon people. So how are you feeling? How are you doing? Like touch base with us. Sheltering in place has affected me in a negative way mentally. Um, <laughs> I wish you could cue Vivian Green's emotional roller coaster because that's how it's been for me. I, one day I'm good, the next day, you know, I'm anxiety filled because you don't know. So that's how it's affected me negatively. Um, I try to keep positive by keeping myself busy, um, finding balance, like I said, reading, um, exercising, you know, binge watching certain things. That's kind of kept the peace. But yeah, mentally, it kind of messes with me. But, you know, we all good. We all good. <laughs> um, there's no man in the situation to agitate that. So <laughs> I'm good at this point. Let me start off saying that I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad that you're doing good or as good as you can be in this kind of situation predicament. Um, it's also ironic. I was talking to um, some friends. We all podcast and two of them both said the same thing. They are like, some days I have good days. Some days are bad days. It's so transitional. You're trying to find a balance between it. Um, so you're the third person who said that they're going through the, this emotional roller coaster. Like, oh, I'm good. Now it's affecting me. Week one is like, oh, this will be great. Week two, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And so I like that other people are kind of feeling that um, way too. So you're not alone. Other people are kind of going through that same roller coaster, that little hamster wheel, whatever you want to call it. Like other people are kind of feeling like you're feeling. Um, and sometimes knowing that you're not alone and knowing that you're not crazy, it's also therapeutic. You're like, oh my goodness, great. Like I'm not insane. <laughs> um, so breathe easy, girl. You're not alone. Other people are feeling this roller coaster as well. But let's switch gears back to dating. Has this additional amount of time caused a strain or has it allowed you to bond with someone special? It's funny because during this pandemic, I feel as if my ex-boyfriends and I, my current ex-boyfriend and I, our communication has been better. He's been a, more empathetic, um more concerned about me. We're more concerned about each other. Our conversations are more friendly. It's almost like our relationship is going backwards. Like we're building a friendship now, which is so funny to me. Um, so I think this time has caused our communication to be better because we're kind of in limbo of the worlds around us. And I think we're still kind of leaning on our companionship of us being together 
in the beginning of the year and being together for two years that it's caused us to kind of look at each other in a different light. Instead of being in a relationship, we're now exploring each other on a friendship level, which I think is one of the great things about this happening right now. To me, that's interesting because you mentioned like y'all kind of are like backpedaling and backtracking and building like a friendship. I think that I'm kind of doing the same thing in my own lane in a sense with um, this guy that I'm talking to. This pandemic has allowed me like time to really just take things slow and get to know this person um, more in a sense and not feel like the pressure of moving so quickly. It's just so easy. It's it's real chill, you know? So I do agree with that. And I'm really glad that you and your ex are communicating better. You know, you never know where that may lead. I don't know if that's what you want for real, but I think it's really great just to overall learn better communication skills. You can use it in this relationship with him, or you can just take that and carry that with you for your next relationship or even in all your friendships and relationships overall, not even if it's like romantic and intimate. I'm also curious to know if, you were dating new people, I guess, during this pandemic, before this pandemic um, jumped off and how that kind of worked out or did not work out. When this pandemic first started, um, I actually was, like I stated earlier, I'm recently single in 2020. And one of my girlfriends told me, you know, you should you should go on Bumble. You know, quickest way to get over somebody is to get out there, start dating you know, refresh your life, get a new, like almost, um, when you're flatlined, you go, Shh. it's almost like a jump start. So I was on Bumble. I did meet someone and we were dating. Um, but one, the pandemic, we were like maybe three dates in once the pandemic really hit and we were quarantined to stay home. It kind of died down after that. I mean, it started off really strong, but um, I think that we become so dependent on the physical, like meeting someone, being around them, that it's hard when you can't, and it's frustrating, and I think that kind of killed it, and that's pretty much where it went. I also think that this pandemic has or will have an effect on how we all think about having sex and dating someone new. <laughs> I think Steve Harvey's 90 day rule is going to have a whole new meaning <laughs> once we come out of this pandemic. It's it's almost like adult cootie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you're already going into dating or being with someone thinking about sexually transmitted diseases once you guys are intimate. Now you have to think about once you guys are even within six feet of each other, what's going to happen. So just imagine everything that's on your mind once, um, <laughs> you know, we come out of this and you're sitting with someone. It's like you have to worry about everything else. Are you even going to be able to get past, get to that sexual point, thinking about all these other things? 
So that's going to be interesting. I think we're all going to have a different approach to it. You are stating like a lot of solid facts. Um, a lot of them I like. The one I really want to like emphasize is the fact that I also think that people will, or should I say should approach dating differently after this. Um, so I'm going to throw it over to you, TJ. What's your thought? Do you think you're going to do things differently when it comes to dating? Or are you going to just be like, nah, we good. We're going to go with the same old normal. The same fucking way. If I want to, I may shoot my shot. But I'll also start with a genuine conversation to see where a friendship could go. People be way too choosy nowadays. Shit, even me. Will I be more considerate and kind? I would say no. I have a good judgment when it comes to things that'll be good or bad for me. I'm already a cool, laid-back type of dude. So there's no need to be more considerate and kind. Okay, so TJ, I was with you in the beginning when you were saying you still going to shoot your shot. I like that. A confident man, a man who knows what he wants. You're like, cool. I want it. I'm going to go after it. Totally amazing. Totally some shit Like I, I can fuck with, you know. Where you kind of lost me at was the fact that you feel like you can't be more considerate and kind. Like, what if... Like, what if someone else has concerns about coronavirus? You know what I'm saying? Like, after the world's open back up and restaurants are now open, you can do social distancing in the restaurant. They can space the tables out. But what if they're not as willing as you to go out the house or whatever? Like, how would you handle that? Will you be considerate to their feelings? Or are you just saying, overall, you're so, so considerate and kind to the fact that that's what you would have did already? I guess where my confusion lies, um with that but we'll move forward just for the fact that I have to kind of wrap up this episode um and we're going to close it off with with this part of the conversation with hearing from Chrissy B seeing what she thinks um on how we're going to move forward after dating um since she did call it adult cooties and whatnot (laughs) um so I'm really interested to see what you have to say about this coming out of COVID-19 I'm definitely taking a different approach to dating um with i'm gonna treat it with more patience and value i feel we're so quick to try to figure things out and to be in the presence of somebody before truly getting to know them on a mental level and i think that that's going to be valued more so now than physical which to me is going to be great because I feel that that's the problem with dating and relationships now is that we lack that. We we are so, you know, pressed off of the physical and the touch. So, yeah, you definitely have to take a different approach to it. Um, I know I am because at the beginning of the year, you know, I was coming off the love is blind high and, you know, I was just ready and willing to get out there and go. And now it's like, yeah, maybe I need to kind of ease into it. So for sure, slow it down, pump the brakes, put it on cruise control, let it breathe going into this new norm. <laughs> I hear you with the bars at the end. It was like a little poetry, a little swagger going on with that one Chrissy B. 
Um, but overall, it's a, I, I, I like what I like about you, Chrissy B, is we have like similar personalities and a kind of similar perspective on certain things. And so I'm just glad that like my audience can hear like your perspective um, and how you explain things and how you break things down. Um, I thoroughly just enjoy it. Um, you say it in like a easy, funny, kind of down away. Um, down to earth way and I think that's super dope um so I only have two questions left for the panel and once again to kind of save on time I'll direct this question to you Cinco um when do you think this new normal will end I think the new normal will end like the end of 2021 early 2022 maybe I hope it's not that long but the way people acting right now, certain people don't give a fuck. You got people throwing parties and shit still. You got people mingling or doing all types of shit. So people, certain people don't care. And then you have people actually dying from this shit. And then you have people that have it and can't even get treated for it. So it's like, there's a lot going on right now. So we're definitely going to be in this for a little bit, a little bit of time, at least a year, at least a year. But, um... And I also think certain companies will change their policies up. And I feel like certain companies won't. But I feel like whatever a company does is going to be for the benefit of them because they don't have any money right now either. They're asking the government for bailout. Got companies shutting down. You got companies laying a whole bunch of people off. So, you know, the unemployment rate is super high. So, these companies don't got no money either. So, they're definitely going to try to make their money back. So whatever they do is definitely going to benefit them. Cinco, Cinco, Uncle Cinco. Like, I I hear you out. I really do. This can't be the new norm up until the end of 21, early 22. Like, I can't even fathom continuing life like this. Like, walking around with masks, hand signers, gloves, Every what a whole nother year. I mean, I hope this is not true. Like, I honestly, I don't think I can deal, even with like certain things reopening, social distancing, and stuff being in place. Like, I don't want to go through two years basically living like this. Like, I want to be able to move about freely and hit the day party. Me and my friends, we all podcast, um, and we was this a, a conference coming up. And it's in October, and we're like, mm, do we go? Do we not go? And that's this year. So I get where you're coming from. Like, people are like still hosting events or having like um, festivals postponed for the late end of the year. But I feel like the mass majority of the audience, people are gonna come. I think we're all like on pins and needles. Like, well, do I go to this conference? Do I go to this concert or festival? Do I go to this day party or whatever? And so I can see where you're at with saying, like, this new normal might exist for, like, another year. But, yo, for real, like, I don't want that to be the reality. Like, I want to kind of just jump back into the old norm. Like, the fact that we have to say new norm, old norm is already insane enough. So that's just that. Um, And you had another great point I liked in reference to how companies are going to move. I really, I mean... Even with the company I'm at, um, they've implemented so many great techniques to kind of help people in this time. And I'm curious to see, like, once people, I guess, more people are 
back to work and the unemployment rate goes down, are they going to keep some of these processes and these procedures they implemented or will they just take all of that off the table and kind of forget that there's still people that's going to be in need and there's people in need that needed some of these um, processes or procedures prior to this happening. So I feel like will companies keep this heart that they kind of had or they kind of go back to, like you're saying, like making these business moves and, you know, being more strategic on how they're going to re-up, you know, on the money that they lost. So that's really, really interesting. Um, A lot of great points on that. To wrap it up, to wrap up this amazing panel discussion, Joe's what is the one thing you miss most about pre-coronavirus life? I miss everything about pre-corona life, you know, but I guess what I miss the most would be meeting new people, traveling, getting new inspirations from the places that I would go and new ideas from the things that I would see, you know, just having that social life that we're all used to. I remember I was watching Paid in Full and, Mitch was sitting on the car, and he said, I'm good. I just need to be around some love. And I feel the same way right now. I just want to be around some love, be around people, just going to different attractions and, you know, enjoying life, enjoying the world. And hopefully once this new norm goes back to the old norm, we could get right back to it. Joe's, that was the perfect way to end this entire conversation like I hope that this episode bring everyone a little bit of love um to know that you're not alone even though this is supposed to be coming to an end um and you can get back to people that you care about and going back to I guess grinding for real and being out and about and traveling and making new experiences. So perfect way to phrase that. I never watched Paid in Full, but because of you, Joes, I might have to watch it just to see that scene. So appreciate that. Um, Overall, thank you so much to you, Joes, Chrissy B, Uncle Cinco, and TJ. Like, honestly, thank y'all so much for taking the time to do this with me um, and working through the little technical difficulties and the little questions and everything. Like I truly, truly appreciate the support. And once again, because they're supporting me, I want y'all to support them, um, follow what they have going on, um, keep in touch, reach out to them. Like you might have a podcast and you might think that they're amazing. Like I thought they were amazing and reach out, see what happens, make new friends, make new connections. I think that's what this kind of taught us is being creative in how we meet people and their information is going to be in the show notes as always. So, I mean, you might as well check it out while you're there. Right. So to end this episode, season three, Episode one, super excited to be back in my studio and actually recording. I have some really, like, to me, some really dope fucking concepts geared and, like, in my back pocket, just ready, like, to throw them hoes out on the table. Um, So make sure that you are tuned in. Make sure you subscribe to the website and stuff. Follow me on Instagram. um, And let me know how you feel about today's episode. Let me know, I guess... Where, how you're feeling with everything. We can do a little post check. Um, 
And as always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.